0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Economy Guy. This is Tom Harvey. I want you to be able to make great, informed financial decisions. And so the purpose of this podcast is to give you information, to give you some facts. I'm also going to share some of my opinions on world economic affairs. This is macroeconomics. Not micro, my, macro, high level stuff. Uh, occasionally I'll get sidetracked, and I'll. Uh... But those sidetracks have an impact on e- the economy, and so they have a purpose. In addition, I'll tell you a little bit about myself and life and where I am and what I'm doing. So stay tuned, and here we go. It is January 10th. And this is the economy guy coming to you again from the beautiful south of France. Sunny and warm. Well, not really. We're having a cold winter. But having fun, I'll tell you that. That's for sure. Hey, I've got a uh, a fun lineup for you today. I'm going to talk about the markets, what happened this last week. It was kind of been exciting markets. Uh a little bit of philosophy that I have. I've been you know pondering my own philosophy and as I've been looking at things. And uh and then uh, what's going to happen in a, a sort of a prediction, high-level prediction on what's coming in 2021. Uh, and uh, and that, that's kind of interesting because it, it tells you what's good, what's bad, and what's overriding that's coming in 2021. Let's, let's start with the markets. Okay, hey, the stocks uh, hit a new high. That was They're very exuberant. Uh, you know, remember what Greenspan said about exuberance so the stock market is very exuberant the bonds well they the interest rates rose up to a one percent uh, that's not really really good that's dangerous um, so uh, that, I didn't like the seeing that uh, you know the member the higher the interest rate the lower the value of, of the bond so uh that says that the people who want to buy u.s treasuries that's u.s Treasuries going to one percent uh the 10 year the they want a higher interest rate that was what's forcing it up and that is not good at all that means that the fed is going to have to step in and buy more themselves and they will fight that because higher interest rates means higher inflation and kind of weird here catch-22 the, by, the Fed will buy more and create more inflation, which will have more pressure on pushing interest rates up. That is It's kind of a uh, catch-22 uh, opposite and not logical approach. But the Feds are in a, a bad place, and that's all they can really do is continue adding to their uh, holdings of Treasuries and print money. The U.S. dollar was up slightly. Interestingly enough, that was good. Uh, gold was up and down and all around. It went, uh, started, remember, started the year around 1900, went all the way up to 1950, and ended the, uh, the week at 1850. Remember, the trading range is 1850 to 1950. So, given that that's a trading range, I expect it to bounce back up uh, from 1850 up higher uh, next week. Uh, it was a fascinating if you're in, into gold, it was really moving all over the place. So uh, message here is hey, don't fight the Fed by all means. So let's look at philosophy a little bit here. Here's my philosophy. I, Back in the 1970s, for example, I'll use that and a lot later too, but in the 70s, I had a lot of confidence in my ability to understand what was coming, what was coming in the future, economy. I'm talking about economics here. I could read the political aspects of what was going on, and I could say, "Hey, this is what I see happening." For example, let's remember the Carter era. I don't know; a lot of you don't probably remember the Carter era. I do, and we had the the build-up in inflation and the slowdown in wages, and all it was it was a bad time. I mean, it was really bad time, and but I could see it. I could understand it. Our institutions were stable. Everything was in a position where you could reason out what our future was. I'm going to change that for today. Today, I think the world is so unstable that you can't use your logical ideas on what's coming. You can use it somewhat, yeah, definitely, and continue using that. But there's a lot of other stuff going on. Things are happening faster, much faster today than in the past. Uh, it's harder to keep up with it. It's harder to keep up with all the news. It's harder to have good sources of news. Uh, All of this, it's harder. So I think anything can happen in the future. So here's my advice for that. Look broader than you have in the past. Look look at other things that are going on besides the strict question you're trying to answer yourself on economic future. And uh, protect yourself against that instability, that unlikely event that could be coming down, that highly volatile future. Protect yourself. Think about it. Think what could might be coming. Here's, here's a wild thought. I mean, you want to think way out of the box? Remember when the great influenza hit back in the early 20th century, 1917, 1918, 1919, that kind of era? What followed that? That great influenza is very much like the virus now, isn't it? What followed it was the Roaring Twenties, a boom era, rather than a crash era. Hey, life is different, but then it crashed, did not it? Uh, but it's it, its an interesting thought uh, of what followed the influenza, historically speaking. Uh, History rhymes from now on, and then, but... Uh, who knows what's coming? I believe that, that the market is so overvalued that it has to adjust back somehow. And I'll be talking about that in the next section. So let's talk about 2021. I'm going to talk about uh, four things that could go wrong in 2021. I'll, then I'll be a little more optimistic, talk about four things that are will definitely go right in 2021. And lastly, I'll talk about the overriding power during 2021 which will influence everything so let's start with four things that could go wrong in 2021 well the pandemic let's start with that it has permanently changed things right it has permanently changed the whole travel and hotel industry people don't need to travel as much anymore people have learned to work from home people have worked to use zoom people all of that's happening that's permanent that is uh, going to continue during 2021 second thing that could go wrong is those permanent changes will result in bankruptcies which have yet to play out. So 2021 will be a year of bankruptcies. There are going to be many companies that fold or are absorbed by other companies, mergers that will be happening, which are signs of different way to handle a bankruptcy. They will continue throughout it. Commercial real estate is going to get killed in 2021. we don't need as many malls and shops and things like that but we do need and on the opposite side of that we do need more warehouses and shipping facilities uh, that's kind of the world we live in how about housing well how does housing fit into all of this well i think there'll be a repricing in housing somehow during 2021 because there are a reasonable large group of people that are unemployed in the united states who will not are not will not be able to uh, pay their rent and so there has to be some accommodation there, that will take place—a repricing of rentals and valuations. Um, we'll see how that plays out and how selective it is and where it's located. Uh, the third item that things could go wrong: the Fed will continue being wrong. The Fed has just—the Fed has killed off the capital market completely. It's not non-functioning. The bond market sucks. I mean, there is no such thing as a bond market. The, Fed dominates the bond market. They have junk bonds don't exist anymore. They look good now, right? Because the Fed is pumping money in all the time. Uh, it's it's non, a, a non-functioning market. Very dangerous, I might add, though. Add that. It's very dangerous. And the Fed has set up an environment where people are risking, especially retired people, are risking their funds in order to get a return on their money, on their retirement money. And that, They're risking it at a time that it's very dangerous to risk it. Uh, I fear that many people will uh, lose a lot of money when there is a correction in the market. The fourth thing, thing, what could go wrong? Let's talk about the stock market possibly going wrong. It's high, it's way too high, and it's valuation. I mean, we've talked about that. I've had full podcasts on that. What could prick it? Here's something coming. We have the Biden administration coming in. They are going to raise corporate taxes. That means reduced earnings. Higher taxes is reduced earnings. Is that the prick that's going to pop that uh, valuation bubble? It's uh, It could be when people see that coming. And uh, the fear of that could cause people to save money, increase their savings, uh, increase the savings rate in the United States, rather than be pumping it all into the stock market and continuing the valuation push which is happening right now. So those are the four things that uh, could and uh, might, and uh, who knows, watch this spot in 2021. So what can go right during 2021? Let's talk about the optimistic side of this. What's coming? What's good? First and foremost, the vaccine is coming in 2021. That will knock down the uh, problems with the hospitals. Hopefully there won't be so much pressure on hospitals with truly sick people. And uh, we'll get more people back to work, which will improve the uh, GDP numbers coming up and employment numbers, all that good stuff. It'll really kick in, though, the vaccine, because of the rollout of the vaccine. Well, it's really not going to see the big kick in until the second half of 2021, not the first half. There'll be a lot of news about it, but. The numbers, the actual numbers, the real profitability will happen the second half. Watch, that's when it's coming. Uh, we have a new administration that's coming in, a new government that's happening. They will have some fiscal government spending packages coming, right? Well, we, they may put out that $2,000 per person idea. They're talking about it. Who knows what'll happen? Uh, a lot of people would like to see that happen. Uh, and because it's the people, and that's the idea behind the $2,000 is to get it to the individual. The individual is the one that got hurt in this pandemic. Yeah. So how about that? Yeah, There could be a major infrastructure bill that's going through to, to rebuild the infrastructure of the United States. Uh a major, 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 major bill. Uh, all of that is constructive in terms of creating jobs and putting money in the hands of people. How about... Uh, Business innovation is the third thing that is, is really good in, in this. That during 2020, last year, the big companies sat back and said, wait a minute, we have to regroup here because uh, what do we do? You know, If people are staying home, they're going to telecommute, blah, blah, blah. What do we do? A lot of companies said, let's plan for our improvements now while people are back there. Let's give that time. And so let's replan. What are the new products? What are the new productivity? How do we produce these things cheaper? How do we package them better? How do we market them better? All of those ideas that the big companies have come out with—all of that—that'll all of those ideas will roll out in 2021. So see some major changes coming. That should uh, help profitability of the big companies. That they took that last year uh, uh, to advantage. And uh, the fourth thing, fourth and last thing, what? is positive here. Uh, the trade policy, I believe, will change under the new administration. Trade policy is, uh, you know, what kind of tariffs do we have on imports, especially from China? I think that you'll see those significantly reduced, and uh, that will be just mean lower prices in Walmart. That's the best way to look at that. You know, it'll, anything that's imported will have lower prices, and that's coming. All of that is positive for the economy, positive for uh, you and I, so that's the good news so let's talk about the overwhelming influence what is the big what is the big elephant in the room what is going to overwhelm all those pros and cons that i just talked about for 2021 very simple it's the virus and the vaccine that's it that will influence everything and the and how Governments respond to that, but that's that's it. Uh, so it could go very well; things could be fine, and things could be coming along wonderfully. Or uh, right now, the production of the two vaccines we have, which is the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine in the United States, their production is too slow, and too slow to slow the virus growth that's going on. So they're not producing it fast enough. I mean, their production facilities are not good. So what does that mean? That means we need, we need the third vaccine coming, which is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. It needs to come out because Johnson & Johnson has a massive production capability to be able to knock, knock this thing out of the thing. So watch for that. If Johnson & Johnson is approved, their virus is approved as being having a good efficacy, then kaboom, that should have a major influence over the following, say, two, three, four months as it rolls out across the United States in huge amounts. Uh, there, is a, there are good people out there that are making predictions for the, is the world going to grow or not next year? And the answer is it could grow by 5% in GDP on the globe, the entire globe, grid, or it could contract this year grow or contract depending entirely on how the virus and vaccines roll out in 2021 that's how much of an influence it has on there it could be positive or negative the total growth of the world is in the hands of the virus and vaccine uh, okay there are a few other little neat things coming along new technologies that have have a smaller influence and it's worth talking about that the uh, uh, it's always good to throw in some some neat things that are coming one of them is there is a uh, the ability to uh, double the protein in chicken and eggs at no additional cost uh, that's new new technology coming kind of interesting isn't it well here's one that is uh, more personal, and that is uh, there is a urine test coming out that can test for prostate cancer a urine test, and it is a highly accurate if you do have cancer on the stage of the cancer then what that means is there'll be a much much lower requirement for biopsies which is the male fear so that's all amazingly good news for those of you who are male or know someone who is <laughs> so uh there you have it for 2021 i'll be right back with a wrap up so let's wrap up this uh Podcast this time. Uh, let me start by saying uh, my wife, Christine, has her own podcast uh, called Impact Radio with Christine Harvey. And in it, this week, she talked about a bet that I personally had with a, uh, my physiotherapist. So I wanted to tell you what that bet was so that uh, there are no misunderstandings here. And that is the loser, well, that's me, uh, has to... Uh, Buy a uh, Finnish product, Finnish, not finished, but one from Finland, a Finnish product, uh, which is a chocolate bar that has licorice in it, which is uh, my physiotherapist's favorite chocolate bar. So uh, that's the bet, and uh, so be it. Uh, Life here in the south of France is fun and exciting. Uh, Not much, a little bit's changed. I mean, the uh, all the shops are open. All the restaurants are closed. That's the best way to look at it. Uh, everybody is out walking around happy. And, uh, it's uh, People are getting back to normal after Christmas and New Year, which is a big, big time of the year here in France. Uh, it, it's it's a really fun time to be around here. They, uh, the virus is uh, growing, I guess, or it's not being contained as much as the authorities would like it, so they've actually... Uh, we everyone used to had to be uh, indoors by uh, either eight or nine o'clock something, like, but now they have to be indoors by six o'clock or have a darn good reason. And the French always have a good reason, for not being indoors. Uh, so that's the way that goes. Christine and I used to uh, be uh, going over to Monaco to where the restaurants were open and are, are continue to be open, and having a very good meal over there. Or because there's no good meals to be had in France in the restaurants. And huh, the Monaco is now worried a little more about the virus. They did not close their restaurants, but they did say that restaurateurs can only serve residents of Monaco. You can't come in from the outside anymore. And apparently all of France was coming in from the outside. The last time we were in Monaco, as a, a story there, uh, Christine and I went to four different restaurants And they were all completely full at lunchtime. Could not get into one of them. A very sad day in our time. Uh, But we survived. So so be it. Uh, That's it for this week. I wish you all a fantastic week. Stay positive. Uh, Plan for good things. Make good things happen. This is the Economy Guy saying goodbye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to hit that subscription button. This is Tom Harvey. I'm an investor and not a financial advisor. Nothing should be construed as advice or solicitation to make a trade in any market. And I disclaim any responsibility for any negative effect of decisions made by the listeners.